Welcome to How to Train Your Service Dog with Dream Dogs. I'm your host, Victoria Warfel. Today's episode is service dog fundraising. One of your options is to do fundraising to cover the cost of your service dog and expenses. Now, these expenses might include the cost of your dog, okay, shipping your dog to you, vet care, health testing, emergency vet care, food, treats, toys, leashes, collars, vests, harnesses, capes, shoes, anything you can think of, crates, um, training. Did I mention training? <laughs> Training's nice too. Um, and we do recommend searching Google and YouTube for fundraising ideas, but I have already searched Google and YouTube for fundraising ideas, and I have a, a nice list, which is by no means complete, to share with you today. Now, to add to this, because I would love to do a part two of this episode in the future with some ideas that you guys have submitted. So please submit to me your ideas. Um, you can do that. Go to our website, which is dreamk9.com. That's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number nine, dot com. And then under that is podcast. You can watch all our podcasts there and a contact us form. So you can shoot us an email and let us know what you did to fundraise or what you've heard of people doing to fundraise so we could include that in a future episode. So some of these, you have to be a nonprofit, a 501c3 nonprofit. And currently, Dream Dogs does not have that status. It is something we need to look into. We have not looked into it as fully as we need to at this point. So if that is something that you have done before, again, let me know. And as we talk about fundraising, if this is something you have done before and you would like to help other people for fundraising, because I get requests all the time for people who need help fundraising, either to pay for training or the dog or equipment. And I would love to get something like that set up as part of the mission for Dream Dogs Nonprofit, but that's still in the future for us right now. So if there's any way you can help and help change the lives of people all over the world, I would really appreciate it. But back to this episode, um, it is up to you to do all that fundraising for your service dog. So here are some places that uh, you can look into some things that you can do for fundraising. So first is GoFundMe. GoFundMe is a website, you upload a picture of your dog, maybe some video clips, the story, uh, and tell them what it is that you're going to use that money for. You really want to pull at the heartstrings here. So make sure that you do that. And with GoFundMe, they're going to take a portion of it. And if you say, I'm raising money for my service dog, but you get the money for your service dog and you actually go on a trip to the Bahamas, you know, there's nothing that they can do about it. So for that reason, people are hesitant to donate to GoFundMe or those type of platforms because there's no guarantee what you're going to do with that money. And if people donate money for a service dog, they want to know that it was used for a service dog. Uh, Facebook, you can do fundraising through Facebook as well. Uh, People have designed and sold their own t-shirts. There are websites set up for that where you design and upload the t-shirt and then you share that link and people buy it and you get a portion of the proceeds. You can also sell, uh, sign up and sell things like Avon or Young Living or Pampered Chef. And as you sell things the money goes into your account. I mean, you have to put the money in your account, but uh, you can use that to fund. Uh, Yankee Candle, 
Yankee Candle has a fantastic fundraiser. When we were living up in Gainesville, one of the area rescues did that as a fundraiser. So I know a little bit about it. I know they they got a nice chunk from that, and it was great. I did all my Christmas shopping through their Young Living or their Yankee Candle catalog that year. You know, whenever everyone's a little bit older and you don't know what to get people for Christmas, everyone that year got stuff from Yankee Candle and I felt good because I got my Christmas shopping done early and everyone got a nice quality product and I felt good about that even more so because the money went to help support the rescue. Uh, You can do restaurant fundraising nights. Uh, Again, you need to be a 501c3 for this and for the Yankee Candle one, but the restaurant fundraising nights, a lot of nationwide restaurants do this. You know, like the local type of restaurants, or maybe they have five or six restaurants in the area will do this. Um, Or even the independent mom and pop shops might do this. So ask if they do a fundraising night. And what usually happens is they give you a, a night and a time, and then you promote that everywhere. And you say, look, come to this restaurant at seven o'clock on this night and tell them that you're with me. Give them this slip if you have a little flyer for them or, you know, give them this code and tell them that you're with me. And then the portion of the proceeds during that time go into a check for you. Now, like I said, you do have to be with a 501c3 nonprofit, which while we're not, we have a way to make it work for you. And you don't have to do too much. You just have to really publicize, go to this restaurant at this time. And people like it because they have to eat anyway. And by eating out and benefiting you, it's a twofer for them, right? They get to feel good and they get to get a full tummy. So it works similar to the Yankee Candle in that it's a double bonus. You know, they help you and they get their stuff done as well. Uh, You can also do a raffle with raffle tickets. I have either something donated to you or purchase something and then sell more tickets than the cost of the item. Now that only is going to work if it's okay by your state in your area. Like I know Florida is really weird when it comes to raffles. So I don't think you can do that in Florida, but I know we have people who listen from all over and it's something that you can look into, but just like I said, be warned. Um, raffles, or it's, I think it's like gambling and it's weird. Anyway, back to our list here. Now, what is your special skill? Okay. Uh, do you like baking? Do a bake sale. Uh, you don't like baking? See if people can donate stuff for a bake sale. Uh, do you like cooking? What if you made up trays of lasagna and had people buy trays of lasagna from you? Okay, you can get the metal pans, you can make vegetarian and not vegetarian, you can do different flavors, do like this one's chicken, this one's spinach, this one is, you know, beef, this one's pork, whatever. But uh, things that people are going to want to do, but they don't have the time to do for themselves. You know, like I said, the bake sale's great. Um, Prepping things, I'm Italian, I love lasagna, you know, like I would totally do something like that. Um, What else? Do you like cleaning? You know, clean some people's houses as a side hustle there. Do that. Put that money into your service dog account. Um, Do you have extra stuff around the house? Do a garage sale or sell them on Craigslist or on Facebook Marketplace. And, oh, well, I don't want to get rid of everything in my house by selling it for my service dog. You don't have to. Ask your friends, your families, your neighbors for donations. I mean, heck, I have stuff in my house that I would love to sell, and I just haven't got around to doing it yet. 
So if somebody said to me, hey, I'm trying to raise up money for whatever, for my service dog in our case, uh, and I'm going to sell some stuff on Facebook Marketplace, do you have anything that I can add to my pile? I would be happy to donate some of the stuff that I have sitting around here, just accumulating dust, because then I get rid of it. And again, I know it goes to somebody who needs it. Uh, You could also sell on Etsy. Now, Etsy is eBay for handcrafted items and vintage items. So Etsy is pretty cool. I am on there quite a bit uh, looking at stuff. And even if you're not crafty, right, there is still stuff you can do. Uh, Even Fiverr, you could do Fiverr. You like to sketch, do a little sketch of somebody and send it to them. Uh, You like to make soap, you can sell it online. And then you get to fund your service dog that way, which is amazing. Uh, But what is your special skill? Are you artistic? Uh, Again, little drawings of stuff. Do you like to make soap? Do you like to make chocolates? Are you into cooking? Are you into baking? Uh, How about knitting or quilting or crocheting or cross stitch? You know, there's somebody out there looking for the skills that you and only you have. Okay. You can also look into doing it as a community project. Doing what? Doing fundraising as a community project. Reach out to the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts and your church and the Kiwanis and the Rotary Clubs and the Elks Lodge. See if they can sit and meet with you. See if they can partner up together and help you. Guys, get the community involved. I always say it takes a community to raise a service dog. And in this case, it can take a community to fund a service dog. How neat is that? So get together with them and see what they can do, what they can help you with. Maybe they want to do a big rummage sale for you. Um, Maybe they want to plan a dog walk and dog wash. Uh, Maybe they want to plan a 5K or a 2K or a 3K or a 4K or a 1K. But anyway, plan some sort of dog walk and dog activity. Get vendors to set up. Make it a big production. Make it a big deal. And with the stuff being donated, that not only gets your stuff out there on service dog, on service dog etiquette, service dog laws. Use this as the time to educate people. But the community loves to get together and support. Okay? Lots of ideas here, guys. Lots and lots of ideas. And like I said, I want yours too. So message me with some of your ideas. Now, donations that are made to you for your service dog will count on your income financials. So if you do a fundraiser and you bring in $10,000, that means that you have to count that on your taxes and any government programs. And it also means that if you're on one of the various disability programs, from housing to utility aid to education to medical care, you may lose out on those benefits with the fundraising. But we have a solution for you. By fundraising through a nonprofit, now you still do all the legwork, all the funds though would go to the nonprofit. Now we have been approved by a nonprofit here in Florida where they only worked with select trainers and training facilities and organizations that have been approved by one of their committees. Uh, the donations are non-refundable, but this is what you do. As you contact me and I'll get you this information, but it's an application form and you send it in. It's $5 to open up your account. That's your processing and handling fee with the application. You open up the account and then as you do the fundraising, you send the money directly to your account with this nonprofit, okay? You're going to get a statement on how much you have in there. 
because um, the funds are earmarked for your use as declared on the application to become a client of this. Okay. Uh, they hold the funds and they disperse them directly to the breeder, to the trainer or training facility, to the veterinarian. You can use that money to purchase collars and leashes and training supplies. And since the money was never in your hands, the money is not counted as income for you. The nonprofit monitors the money and sees that it goes where it was intended to by the donors. Do you remember what I was telling you earlier about GoFundMe, where you can take the money and then you can go to the Bahamas? Yeah, that's not going to cut it with uh, working with a nonprofit like this, which is fantastic. That's just exactly what you want. And by going through a nonprofit, a donor that gives a substantial sum directly to the nonprofit gets a receipt. So they can use that as a charitable deduction when the donor does their taxes. Now, in the event that you're unable to finish the process or uh, you want to make changes to it and that's not going to fly, uh, the balance will remain with the nonprofit, but don't do that. You know, they want to work with you, trust me. But if you say, I'm going to raise money for a service dog, and then you're going to say, well, I've decided I want to put a pool in my house instead, that money is not going to go to your pool or your pool house. Okay, if you're interested in working with this nonprofit and getting approved and submitting your application, let me know. I have that information for you. And I think this is a great way that we can help people get that nonprofit standing behind them, help save them on their taxes, help save them with their programs, and not hurt them at all. So I am so thrilled that we have been approved to offer this for you guys. Now, thank you for tuning in to this episode of How to Train Your Service Dog with Dream Dogs. Again, I'm Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs, and our website is dreamk9.com. That's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number 9.com. And we do have our exclusive service dog training program, where we work with owner trainers, helping them get their dog ready to be their service dog. Everything from choosing a candidate to basic advanced and off-leash training, public access training, service dog skills, service dog tasks, marker training, evaluations, and more. Uh, We do have a Facebook community, which is called How to Train Your Service Dog Group. I hope you find us on Facebook and join us there.